Hi everyone, you're listening to the Vialucci podcast, uncensored and completely unedited discussions about life and everything in it. We hope you enjoy the show. <laughs> you're enjoying the music. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not big. And, and Charles is dulcet tones. Um, yeah, hello to Charles if he's listening. He probably is somewhere. Yeah. Hi Charles. Um, so, oh, I've forgotten my Isla. Yes. Yeah. Isla. How, Most what? people say it wrong. How, what do they say? They say like Isla. Isla. Something oh god! Like even I wouldn't that. do yeah, that. But surely it's with okay, Isla but I did. I did like leave it with my with one of my directors. <laughs> I just <clears> let him call me it because oh I just no. I like I didn't say it fast. Like I didn't have yeah. The gap it gets embarrassing. Small, and I was just really like I'm really like socially awkward in that's in that way. So I was like, oh, it's too late. And then I left it like a month. And then I said, by the way, and then <laughs> he just couldn't. It's so funny you say like, that. I was listening to one of those early Ricky Gervais shows when he's on like XFM. Yeah, and he was talking about how. When he was younger, he used to go to the pub, and the bloke, the landlord, kept calling him Steve. And he said it was a bit of a, like a villainy pub. He said, right. "I like to do that sort of stuff." And he said, "But I was so young." He said, "I didn't say anything." And he said it went on for about two years until, unfortunately, he someone was in else. a pub with someone else, yeah. and he went, "Steve," and he went, "What are you calling him Steve for?" And he went, "His name's Steve." And he went, "No," he said, "Oh, your name not Steve." And he went, "No," and he said, "But I've been calling you Steve for two years." And he went, "Have you?" <laughs> but there's just like a window of time. Yeah, you, there's a window of time. Before, window yeah. of time that you can like literally mere seconds. Yeah, that you can I think it's back to it nip it in the bud for everyone's sake. Go, look, by the way, you just pronounce my I name normally do, like, <laughs> but I just, I just for some reason I was like, nope, I can't. Where does the name Isla come Is that Irish or something? I chose it. Come on, so how did that Yeah, happen? so fun fact, everyone, little tidbit. Yeah. Um, my birth name is, is it a Molly. Name? No, oh, it's, it's, it's legally. Yeah. My birth name was Molly, and then I changed it. I started going by Isla when I was like 14 and then changed it um, when I was 16 before I went to. So, so you hadn't, um, it's not like it's your middle name and you preferred it. No. It's just Where did chosen. it come from? Yeah. I don't know. It just was there. <laughs> I was like, yeah, my name's Isla. And everyone was like, oh, that's really cool. Like, how do you find I wonder if there's like some sort of regress, like something in a previous life, and you know, why are you calling well, me Molly? My name's I'm Isla. I'm very <laughs> spiritual anyway, right. so there's a whole, we could go down a rabbit so, hole So what ages that. were you saying about that? 14 and 16? You said yeah, because I went to uni early, two years early. So what happened? When did it, the name, what what well, made it? Uh, I was Film 14. Star, I know, I was just kind of, um, so I just kind of wanted to separate who I was, because I was very different when I was right, younger. Yeah. I had golden hair. Gold. Like, I looked completely different. I like was just completely different person. And then when I was like 14, 15, I was like, I am not the same person anymore. Like That's fair enough. This doesn't like calling me Molly just like just doesn't look right. right. It just doesn't make sense anymore. The so branding like, doesn't gonna, work. Yeah, I was like, I'm gonna rebrand guys. <laughs> yeah. Um And what did you who did you say to what did you say to your mum and dad? Oh, it was a really like my mum was super offended. Like yeah. well, obviously, and I understand like when I was, I mean, I was a bit of a brat about it because I was like, how dare you? This is who I am. No, I get it. Because that's a know. weird thing for parents. So, why think. did they pick Molly then? Was that from. Um, no, I don't. Oh, it was because my mum had this, this pig. Yeah. The, I'm understanding yeah, why. Yeah. The, right. I've, I've just so, gone, oh, there we go. Some, I can't remember the story, <laughs> but there's something about a pig called Molly that she could right, have or yeah, something. Yeah, so yeah, now yeah. I'm Molly. And I was like, well, yeah, thanks, yeah. Mum. That really yeah, makes I me think want we've to put keep that we've yeah, I, think. Like, <laughs> I really want to keep my name now yeah. because obviously, who doesn't want to be named after a pig? Like, yeah. really also, is. Molly is very like that's a little good. In, in the same it's way, very like, sweet. If I yeah. if I was that, I'm really not. Like, look at me. Come on now. And my voice is so Again, low. I'm like Batman. Didn't work, so didn't fit the brand. It just can't imagine going Molly. 
And you think, why, why that name? No reason. I don't know, but it makes sense. Like it yeah. kind of suits you, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and who was the name you said? Isla, somebody you said. Isla oh, Fisher. Actress, yeah. Fisher. Isla Fisher. Yeah, yeah. Fisher. What's, um, so she is been... soap actress, original, yeah. sorry. Um, and then she's done quite a lot of... Uh, now You See Me. She's yeah, in... Now You See Me. She was in... Is um, that the magic film? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, she's in Blythe Spirit, which is a great film to watch. It's oh, really? hilarious. Oh. Leslie Mann's in it as well. Is and that it's... quite new? Yeah. Um, I watched it a couple of months ago. It was on Sky Movies. So I don't know how is but it's new okay. relatively new um that's funny right so just to let everybody know oh, <laughs> you're, yeah. so you're, you're an actress that's how you yes, describe yourself that's me and before we were talking i said to you we're going to stop talking about subject because there's something <laughs> uh, i wanted to ask yes yeah. whereas we were talking about people that sort of don't know how to draw lines between in a role with somebody like a yeah. romantic thing yeah and leaving that aside yeah and various people that i think suffer mm. with that and you were about to say tell us about something that you did yeah um i mean i'm a it's a very unfortunate thing for a lot of actors, I think. I think um, because as actors, we become the character. A lot of yeah. us do anyway. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not us in the moment. Like for me, I completely, I just checked out. She's gone on holiday. Like the character is there. I'm, I'm renting out my brain. A Airbnb, like I'm not there. Yeah. So, but it's hard for people to understand that, um, that anything I do, especially when you have intimate scenes, kissing scenes, whatever, um, it's very hard for people to understand that you're not making those decisions yeah. and you're not the one kissing. Like, it's, it's nothing to do with you. Um, so, yeah, I had a situation. I was shooting something. I had to do a kissing scene, which, you know, just another day at work. It didn't bother me. And it, there was just so clearly... Um, it would. I think this person was just a little bit inexperienced, but they just couldn't get the idea that... Um, what I was doing like wasn't me at all, and I could tell that the line was getting a bit blurry. Uh, okay. But what? What do you mean? Before, what, so they just why? I don't. I can't speak for this person. I've got to be very careful about how I say. You them. haven't said their name. You don't. So it's no. Just, so we're all yeah. good. But um, I think there was definitely like some kind of um personal feelings maybe there. I don't know. After, during, like in between shoots. You mean? Like in between, yeah, yeah the shots and oh, things. Oh, really? Not yeah. thinking about when cut is yelled that that's it. Yeah, and I, I did a lot of improv. But what's, what are you, and... 10 years old? Like, who would, I, like... I mean, I, I, I'm, for me, I'm, I just, I don't, I can't even think like that yeah. when I'm on set because that it's my job. I'm, mm. you know, I'm getting paid to do this. That's what like, I mean. That's a fairly sort of naive, Yeah, silly... but I think, I think as, as actors, because we do completely like throw ourselves into it and get swept up in it because that's the only way to make something believable yeah. is to believe yeah. it in the moment <clears throat> so you sometimes as you like can see especially um in hollywood and things you see a lot of it of um people getting together in the in the heat of the moment during filming or just after filming because they've done a film that's really romantic or there's a lot of of you know sexual chemistry and they have great chemistry as actors and then there's a lot of confusion of okay am I attracted to the person or are they just attracted to the character and the feelings that they felt as the characters? And then you kind of, it gets really twisted and that's how things go downhill. That's why my rule is yeah, I will not get involved with anyone at work. We were talking about Brad, uh, what, what, what's his name? Brad, Brad and Angelina. What's his surname? Brad Pitt. Yes. And Angelina yeah, and that. And the, you don't really want to start a relationship off with somebody that's, in a marriage like, i mean that's a yeah bad, it's not usually the best it doesn't yeah. no, the best but precedent. even like without that element that film 
I've watched it and it's very like steamy, okay, yeah. very loaded, very much it's pretty much just like sex. Yeah. Who so. is what what's her name? Angelina. Yeah. Is she with somebody now? Not that I know of. We don't no, know. She hasn't moved on to the next I mean, I'll happily volunteer as tribute because she is just like. I haven't said. It's one of those things where I wouldn't want to see a picture of her now. Is, she, is it going to be I one of those plastic no, surgery? No. Oh my god. I know you said she's in her forties. She's gorgeous. I imagine her being like sixty now. She doesn't need no. plastic surgery. She is perfect. I don't remember thinking she's attractive. She's got that. She's got that fashion model attractive, which is not attractive to me. That bony. It's like the face uh, attractive she, she's and quite. I'd say she's yeah. She's probably quite. Thinner now. Yeah, no. When I was working with nightclubs, you'd have fashion models that would come in. It'd be like five eleven minimum, and what? And go. She's a model. She's just a skinny person. Like it's not an attractive look. Yeah, to but me. there's something. For I everyone, think everyone. I think everyone. Some people are attractive on camera. On the fa- yeah, right, probably yeah. Yeah, but I just remember thinking that is. But it also works thing. the other way around. Some people look like you know someone yeah. in a room will look really attractive and then you see them on camera you're like oh this is not i mean lighting and hair yeah. and makeup and everything like we don't well, somebody did say something they like... said no, they're not really supposed to be attractive as such okay we're being we're being oh shown God, a picture I... of her. guys no God. that that could no, be no swooning no, there. if i found her now and went up and took a picture that's what it would look completely different to that completely different well, yeah, people always look different. I'm just going to sit I mean. in you my can't... own little bubble of like absolutely being in love with her. Like, but that doesn't work. Gonna... Show me that picture means nothing. That's that's just like a you want to see like a like all bad I see is a vi- day, vi- hangover like picture to then really know what's going on here. Like, <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. I don't know. Um, oh no, yes. Yeah, so the, the the guy was saying he said they're not, they're fashion model. They're not supposed to be attractive. They're supposed to be clothes horses. They're actually supposed to look quite plain. Because they're advertising the clothes, they're not supposed to be that unique. There's looking. a lot of criteria into it. I, I remember reading something about um, how, like, they want clothes to hang. So even like how your shoulders are, like, they need to be certain, yeah. like, square yeah. so that things hang right. Is it the clothes so horses. It's, that's there is no like when people say, "Oh, I want to look like a model." I'm like, "Well, what kind of model?" There's yeah, lots exactly. of models for all yeah. different clothes because that's their their job is to show clothes. Yeah. Like uh, they're gorgeous. I've People never are gorgeous. The fashion but... thing, where you the, like the high end fashion, mm. like on the clothes, and it's obviously something not nobody's going to wear that. What's the point of that? It's art. Is it for sale? But you can buy. Those. I think it's just a. It's kind of to do with the idea, isn't it? It's like yeah, and it's showing, and it, I think it's it's exp- it's another form of expression. The same as. But aren't they buying those that? clothes? Is that what it's for? It's like an auction. No, no, no. Well, I mean, not maybe an auction. It depends. I think it's all it's all different. Um, showing collections means that you, I mean it's. A lot of stuff is um, for the higher market. So for events and things, you know, you'd want to buy the collection and things like how a lot of people wear. Right. You know, they say I'm wearing such and such. But no, when you see something like that, you've got a three foot hat. I mean, some, yeah, that's, you know, that's art. That? That's art. That's, um, but surely they're making money. What's the event for? Well, they're just being paid Aren't they selling the... I, guess, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't really know these. It's not to do that's with like, like, I'd want to learn, I think. I'd is it not maybe to do with that. like the... The, 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 I mean, there's the, a lot. Who, in who makes name. the fashion clothes? What do you call them? The designer. Yeah, is it maybe something to do? They're selling their s- skills. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. Yeah, it's yeah, like a painting. They they're showing what they can do. They get commissioned to do stuff for right, other events, and also like there's so much power in names <clears throat> in fashion in terms of money. So could you be a branding really thing? Know. There's not like oh yeah, I want to buy that. It might yeah, be the branding. stuff you see on the catwalk, people aren't buying that. But the idea is, it's like oh, this is the fabric, and these are the kind of cuts and these. And, this is what the person can do. Therefore, if they have, they wanted to commission a dress for yeah, an event, it's a lot of showpiece you know. for your talent. And then just make a black dress. Yeah, anyway. it's like a portfolio, I guess, yeah. but like a walking one. Um, so you're off to LA, maybe, maybe, maybe. Wow. Do you know what? I spoke to somebody the other day 
she was in um she's a um a presenter on fox mm. and she's she's english mm-hmm. um she's a fitness and she's gone over there so she's been over there for a while now mm. And I did say to her, I said, have you got any advice? Because now you've been living it. She's a very nice, Yay. decent person. And she works for Fox. So she's in the thick of it. Mm. You know, the worst of the worst sort of thing. And I thought, have you got any advice? Like just from somebody who's just coming, doesn't know anything. But other than I realized the time delay. Mm-hmm. So I haven't heard from her since. But I'll pass yeah. on the information when yeah, I get it back. Yeah, please my, do. But um, so, so what's the, uh, what are you thinking? Is it an agent thing? Is it a work thing? Is it what it's, you? It's th- a work thing. But what, um, it, I mean, what is it, what are you waiting for? Uh, just just a yes or a no essentially right, but you, dev- you never you never hear a no yeah it's it's it's, it's a, a job it's a job oh, it'd okay. be a great job um i'd be very lucky but yeah i um there's not much i can say about it because it's literally yeah. like but um we don't have to say any specifics but um, no it's great it'd be great um it's an acting job an acting job for yeah a film. uh it'd be a series series um series lead and i get to sing as well which is oh, a big okay. part of my of my life as well oh, so i okay. kind of get to do two things at what once. type of uh, music do you like don't say everything because that's obvious but... no no no. i i mean i grew up work-wise doing musical theater since i was like three years old so that's where m- my training and my expertise lie three yeah i can't even remember being alive before eight nine i've never not wanted to be an actor like i've never yeah. i knew i came out of I was born and I was like, yep, that's me. I'm ready. <laughs> so I was trying to get yeah. the um the lead from Phantom of the Opera. The um oh. the she's the first woman of colour to do it. I can't remember. Yes, her name it's like, recently then. Yeah. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. But um well I didn't hear back from us. <laughs> Phantom's great. Yeah, oh fantastic. Um so have you do you do you do musical theatre now? Um so I still get auditions for it and things, but I, I mainly focus on the film side right, of things yeah, just because yeah. that's where my passions lie. It's what I enjoy work-wise more. Um, but if, if I got the opportunity to do musical theatre, I definitely would. But I, I've um, been trained in musical theatre since I was very, very small. I went to drama school to do musical theatre. Sylvia Young? No. No? <laughs> really? No, I thought that was... The, everyone filtered no, through there. I went to... Like, yeah. I only went... Um, for uni level so i went um to the brighton academy okay so that's why i was in brighton living so where are you years. from are you from brighton or you no i'm from where um, you are yeah now, from east to... midlands oh okay Bedfordshire. how long have you been in brighton for two years oh what do you like about brighton oh you, there's always something to do a mix of everything yeah, yeah um do you live near the town i i've lived i've moved five times in the last two years it was horrible like i have like the thought of moving just like yeah. breaks me out in sweats. Um, I've lived in Preston Park. I've lived in Hove. So Hove's more removed from it. Um, Are these all within nice. Brighton, these areas? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so right. Preston Park is half in, half out. Uh, but Hove is like... So would you describe Brighton as like London or is it like a Camden size? Um, it's probably Cam... Well, It's more Bright- like a, just a, a more chilled out version of london i guess i think it's but, like i mean if london was there's a lot weed. i always imagine it like a it's only like three miles across you know, that sort of size um, i don't even know about size but i mean it's I a city know. but it's, i thought you were from brighton yeah but i don't half, i don't get i don't get the pedometer no, but i mean is it like a london size no 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 no, 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 no no so it's more like a small i guess it'd be like the size of a borough yeah oh, yeah okay, right, like that okay. kind of thing like yeah it, yeah so how far are you from the beach walk five minutes oh great it was great i love brighton so much shingle beach or sand no it's shingle yeah. Okay. High tide though. 
What does that mean? Oh yeah, yeah we've had out. some we've had some really high tides recently, and it's like all sand. So when the sea goes out, you know when the yeah. sea yeah. Is, yeah. Yeah. is that high tide or low tide? Oh, I never remember which wait, way around it is. Low tide. Is it low tide? It's out. It's yeah, if it's yeah. Low, low tide, then um, particularly in Hove, you get sandy beach. Mm-hmm. I love going to the beach in Hove. Don't go to the beach in Brighton. Oh, because when it goes you out, you've down. got the sand, and when it comes yeah. in, you've only got the. Yes. Oh, right. Yeah, but Brighton Beach is always busy, especially at the moment. But Hove, it's like there's more peace. Is there any parking in Bar- Brighton? <laughs> I'm just a talk over Parking very, in Brighton yeah. is How much are they charged between the... Uh, really? An absolute, it's oh, an absolute it. it's really it's really hard. How do you get up hard. there? Do you get trains up there? Yeah, just get trained there. Oh, so you've just come from Brighton? Yes. So what's the what's the um, train situation? If I was to leave here now and go to Brighton? Take here like an, well, from here... What's the main to, station? Either London, London Bridge, Victoria. Or, yeah, or London Bridge. And what happens there? It's like an hour? Yeah, One train? Yeah, direct. To where? You can go to Brighton or Hove. Depending on which one's What's the one nearest the, the sea? Brighton. I Brighton. Guess. And I get out of that station. Uh, you basically walk, walk, or walk straight, straight down, literally yeah. straight Oh, really? Down. Yeah, it can be, if you get the fast train as well, it's like 50 minutes. Yeah, so yeah. Cost, yeah. Uh, mm, it is quite expensive. One, about 35 quid, I guess. I don't know, because I have yeah, a rail card. I've got a, a rail, got a rail card, card, yeah. card as well. well. That's less than fuel. When yeah. you say you've got a rail card, what do you mean by that? So I have a 16 to 25 one, so I get a third off. Um, my uh. ticket prices. I do not have a 16 to 25. Yeah. <laughs> I just have the regular network one. Yeah, yeah. So what, is that, what do you get off discount? I think it's a third. Yeah, you basically, yeah. What you if you pay, pay cash? Like 20, I'm not no, getting no, a ticket. I'm not putting no, my no, name you on don't it. You, they don't give you a discount for cash. No. It's not like a back alley. No, no, I mean, no, what would it someone cost? Doesn't spe- I mean, It'd what, still be the same. Oh, but, you mean if you bought it yeah. just without the card? It's just going to go up to like 70 quid or no, something. No, no, if you pay for like, I don't know, first class then maybe. Can you still pay cash? Yeah, I guess so. Yes. For now. I've... Maybe not on a machine, but I'm sure at the, no. at the ticket booth. Yeah, yeah. No, I, just, I hate I, ticket booths. I know how so much I, I like, like to track everyone. So I'm assuming that you eventually they're going to do away with. We're well, getting on a train, so I think they can track. You know, there's CCTV. There's all of that. Yeah. Don't, like, I don't know why you're hiding. It's <laughs> like, that is the worst argument. It's not. Yeah, what are you what, going to Brighton to do? What are you hiding from? No, no, no. My, no, really my point is, no, the no, no, no. It's not that. I, you know, I get that, and uh, listeners of this podcast will have many ideas why Theo wants to hide. <laughs> but my point is, like, the idea of like, oh, well, I don't spend my thing. It just makes it easier to find you. That's all it. All you're doing is yeah. cutting out the. You're you're saving ten minutes off the search from their side. That's very true. No, I like I that we're we're timing this. We're going to write this down. We're, I don't we're gonna believe that. It's a new, it's a new TV show. The government would hate. If everyone started paying cash for everything again. Yeah, probably. I'd do it out of spite, honestly. I mean, there's a radio presenter and he's saying, <laughs> Take and this down. is the thing as well, the radio presenter, he's saying, I got burgled, he lives in Portobello or something like that, got burgled, went to the police, thought there's cameras everywhere, all over the high street, well, not far from the high street, and they went, well, there's nothing we can do. And yeah. he's like, but what about all this thing about cameras everywhere? Yeah. Well, that's just for, oh, that's yeah, for, if it's, uh, it's only for a certain level. Park- yeah, but it's for parking and, yeah. uh, you know, it's for fining stuff. So it's just like, even though you got camera, you had to serve nothing. Oh, they got oh, cameras here, cameras here. Um, yeah. you, somebody got stabbed and died. Oh, well done. Yeah, but it's because you're going to get the man bring you back to, to life, up, they? Yeah, but no, no, you do. That's what we pay you for. Not well, where well, you're not really that important. What if the queen got burgled? Yeah, well, definitely. Well, so you've literally just told me I'm I like not the worth idea of it. the queen being burgled. Yeah, absolutely. No, but it, you're laughing. But it's li- do you understand what I'm saying? The government, the police yeah. are saying to you, you're not that important. <laughs> if somebody else yeah, was, yeah. we will do it for them. Oh yeah, money is power. And yeah, but I mean. That's what it is. That's guy saying, well, no, they're not going to investigate. But there's cameras everywhere. Yeah. We keep talking about cameras and surveillance safety. But yeah, not for you lot. I mean, it's literally what they're saying. And you, but you still go, oh, we have bung cameras up. No, don't bung cameras up because they're no use to me anyway. So what's the point? I said, if you get murdered, oh, well done. 
You got the guy. Well, I prefer not to be murdered. Thank you very much. I mean, you, at that, <laughs> that point, you're kind of, you know. Yeah, you don't really get a say in the matter. No, yeah, no, but that's right? my point. I'm saying for other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, I've been murdered. I don't care, but you catch them afterwards. I don't want it to happen. How about you put a policeman there to stop the thing? I think now we're getting to minority report, aren't we? Where it's oh, like if you're predicting remember. the future, you know, if you're predicting this, this is a conversation that could go on for, for but it's hours. just, a sh- but it's talking about you not why pay for cash when it's cheaper. No, I'll pay more so you don't have no, but my point some... was you don't. I thought, I thought that's what you were getting at was that right. uh, it was cheaper. I love that all this came discount. from train tickets, by exactly, the way. I really yeah. like this because it's no, I the last I time I did tell you train, this is what the show is. No, yeah. the last time I get on a train <laughs> and they go, oh, it's cheaper if you do the thing. No, well, do I have to put my photograph and get a little card? And, yeah, well, I'll pay the cash extra. Thank you very much. You won't know I'm getting on the train. It's just you. It's, it, this is all going to come tumbling down on you when we get a fascist government in. And the well, why is it tumbling back. down on me? What did I do? Yeah, it's you Wait, personally. Got me it's all your travel fault. cards ticking in everywhere we go. Fascists will love that. They'll be. They'll think it's super efficient. <sighs> anyway, so the uh, the acting. So when um, uh, did you start acting? Three musical. Uh, I thought that was musical. Or does it still? I, d- I mean, I did acting as well. I did singing, dancing, and acting. Um, well, not so much the dancing. A little bit. Um, since I was three, that's when I can first remember. Bloody hell, three. Can you, how old can you remember being the youngest? Um, I think about f- four or five. I'm a very stubborn woman. So, and I was a very stubborn child. So I knew what I wanted and I was like, no, I'm doing this. Like this, my grandma wanted remember. me to be like a yeah, horse that probably, rider. That probably gives you the recall because you've got that fixed point yeah. as a reference. Yeah. I mean, my child was nothing but trauma. Karim, how early can people remember themselves in Turkey? In Turkey, why is it specific? It's different yeah. in different. Come he's on. Obsessed. What, what he's obsessed. Was, what was the earliest you can remember? Um, about four. Yeah, so it's just me then. Okay. Yeah, it's just you. It's just you. Yeah, but you've taken a lot of kicks to the head. So yeah, I, I do throw that one out. There. No, I can probably. What's how old are you when you're in primary school? Uh, I don't know. Like what, last five or year? Six? No. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, last year. Yeah. Oh. Um, I think that's when I can Secondary remember. school Last is year, 11 and 12. Isn't I had the three-tier system, so this, is, oh, this so, is nothing to me. Yeah, see, this is the thing. Like, now, I was like, oh, yeah, you know. The, the. It's like, now primary it's GCSEs is numbers now. Last year of primary school was year six, so that's like that 12, yeah. 13. Yeah, so it's probably... 11, 12? Probably that age, yeah. I can't remember anything before then. Nothing. No. Absolutely nothing. Not even, not even being sad sitting outside someone's no. house on Christmas. What? You told the story about the time you walked to your friend's house and sat outside at Christmas and literally everyone got so sad. It was kind of hard. I'm not talking about the church. When I sat outside, the, well, fell, fell asleep outside the church and woke up on Christmas Day. Oh, God. Oh I, 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 I did like use this one. Christmas carols. No, but I don't know yeah. if I told you. So I did used to go and put cards through people's door that like if they were struggling like a single mother, I used to put money, but I didn't put the name. Because I just wanted somebody to have a bit of Christmas something. That I love that. Because the adults grow out of it. But I used to yeah, do that yeah. all the time. Also, I had nothing to do on Christmas. <laughs> so apart from, was, apart from to go yell out, at the sea. It got me out of the house. Um, but I didn't know if I told you that, so it can't be that. I'm sure been. there was a story about, like, it was someone you knew at school and you went and, no, like, you trudged for miles to oh, no, sit that, outside their house. No, I think you've blurred some stories oh, there. Okay. You're making this, like, sound so much better that you should go with it. Like, please. Yeah. No, it's it. that you, when I, I just, it was Christmas Eve and I just had I was people celebrating and it was just like, what do I, I'm just sat in this tiny, tiny little, stu- not in, like, it was a room that was um, less than the bed set. It was like, um, what do they call it? Uh, the government paid for the bloody what they call it social housing thing oh yeah and everyone was sort of celebrating next door with his families I thought I'm getting out of here I'm not sitting here like it's 11 o'clock at night on Christmas like eat Christmas Eve so I just got out and I just walked and I said I don't know where I'm going I've got nothing I've got no money so I can't do anything oh, don't no. know anybody 
So I'm just going to walk and I ended up at some church in the middle of like fields, like four miles away in Hertfordshire. And then the church was just kicking out because it was strange that it was there. Yeah. Because I didn't know they were open at night at that thing. Mm-hmm. And I just Midnight saw the light there, yeah, up on the, on the hill. And I thought, well, let me go there. And I'm certainly, I must have walked for about two hours, just oh. walked somewhere. And I, went, I saw people coming out. So I sort of skittled out because I walked up to it and people came out. But the door was left open. So I waited for about 20 minutes and everyone had gone. I thought, why is the door open? So I went in there. I just sat there and I was just like, oh, I don't know what to do with my life. I'm just sat here and then I heard some noises like rustling. So I quickly skittled out and I went outside and sat yeah. by the back of it and I heard the door shut. But then I woke up and it was like five in the morning. Wow. And I was just woke up and I was staring at just a gravestone. <laughs> and it this was five. have your own name on it. Like it, was five, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was five o'clock in the morning when it's, you know, grave. Oh and it's like not this yesterday. This is the sequel to Christmas Carol, yeah, guys. Exactly. If you didn't know, like, this it is was the one of the most. I want to make it more depressive than it wasn't because it only was, but it wasn't. It's hard. It's hard. But to I was it just looking at it and I've got no money. I've got no witness to me being alive. No one cares. I've got nothing to go back to. It's Christmas Day. And I'm sat here staring at a gravestone at four and five in the morning. And I just thought, I thought at the time. And how old were you at this point? Oh, I don't know. I don't know ages. So probably roughly mid twenties. I don't know. Okay. Oh, I thought thought this was like a tiny Tim situation. Like, but I just thought this is fucking pathetic. Like this is real. I thought at the time sat there. I wonder if anyone in the world has ever been this pathetic. Like, I've got, there's nothing here. And I was thinking back to sort of ancient times in my head. Like, even then, somebody must have had, because there's nothing lower. Like, this is it. This I, is the I, bottom I, of the. <laughs> I think um, Rudy Giuliani giving a victory speech outside of a dildo shop yeah, yeah, yeah. when he meant to book the Four <laughs> Seasons is probably more pathetic. Why did we bring that up for Christmas? Um, oh, it's I gone can't now. remember now. Who knows? Someone, oh, let's let's someone, bring it back up. Let's bring the energy back Yeah, this, is like, this suddenly got really heavy. I was like, damn. <laughs> I wish it was, it's not dark. I just remember it was just funny to look back on and go, yeah. that was pretty low. Like, it's a weird nothing, got nothing. No Normally more. that would be the redemption story. Yeah, it's a good story though. I, th- no, I, I say everything got worse. Worse from there. Oh, because okay. having nothing was pretty good. Because it's when you've you got worse. You, you fled from the church. You turned yeah. your back on. Yeah, but it was funny because I was just thinking, like, there's no depression. Nothing. I was just thinking, this is pretty low. You're just wondering like, in my head. I was thinking, this is pretty low. It's the only way now. When if I because of all the stuff I've done, people say oh, I've done the magazine, done these things, and podcasts. I'm like, it genuinely bounces off me that sort of stuff. But I remember going from zero. Because that's the track to go from zero to having a hundred quid in your pocket. That's the, the yeah. hard yeah. bit. Getting to where you're sort of taken as a professional, like a member of society, even. Yeah. That was the bigger journey. Yeah. Everything else is easy. The magazine, that was yeah, all easy. Yeah, that was yeah. nothing. The hardest bit was going, I've got no money, nothing. How do I become a normal human being? I can't read at the time still. Yeah. So I'm locked out of society. Going from there to that, to just a normal human being. Just getting my first job and going, wow, yeah, how did I get here? Like, first reading. paycheck or was it cash in hand? The first che- one I probably got gigs, I actually felt a little bit respectable, almost like fraud. Like, I had the I was like a proper person mm. when somebody paid me to do a job, yeah, and going, oh, this feels quite nice, but then realized that I immediately don't fit into a structure, <laughs> so I just <laughs> bounced from job to job to job. Do you remember like the first time? I, I hope this isn't a gross question, but do you remember like the first time you got paid to act? First like, time I got paid. You realize you're not. Oh, yeah, you're. Yeah, do you, it. But do you know what I mean? Like, and then it's like, oh wow, now I do this for you know, yeah. like I do this for a living, kind of thing. This is the thing. Like, this is the problem, and this is why 
every time I go to like interviews and stuff, I'm like, oh, what am I going to do? Because because of the way that I act, I don't remember anything. <laughs> I don't remember anything about any job. Like you can ask me, there's maybe like a few things that I'll know, but I, like I don't, I genuinely don't know the first time I got paid. I'm like, do you know what? That's a thing. So I was speaking to somebody once and they were saying, um, oh, I can't remember what it's called, but it's it's to do with your how you, you, you view time. Mm. And it's like, no, you just reset. You ask me like all the time, people send me what age this ago. I, I like, so mm. there's supposed to have been a birthday for me last, what are we in August still? Yes. Yeah. Just and because I don't know anything about, about ages or anything like that. I love you checked your watch, by the way. To I, 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 wow. yeah. I, I thought you see? were just being a bit, I was like, really? Yeah. yeah. So I immediately forget anything. If it's not, <laughs> yeah, I was it's bored. Just, <laughs> it's just the next thing. And you could say next week, like, what happened last week? Think, I don't know. I yeah. don't, I don't think like, I don't go backwards. Yeah. yeah. So when I say, what age were you? They go, I haven't got a bloody clue. You probably know. You take a guess. It's just thinking forward. But it sounds like a weird thing until you, you sort of get it. So when, so when, yeah. when did you get to think? Go, I don't know. I don't think backwards. Well, especially because like from an acting point of view, as I said, like I, I'm not there. It's my character. Like there's so much that I don't when remember. Did, when do you... you Oh, okay, forget the payment thing. When did you feel like oh, I'm doing a proper job? Like yeah, when, that's, I guess that's what I was when people say like okay. action and right, yeah, yeah, go, click. Um, Not like what was your what's your sort code? And like, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Like when did you? Yeah, I think actually it's only until more recently. So I, I recently um, did a series, a web series called Seven Minutes in Heaven. Really great. I had the best time, um, and it was when I was like in that room. Even though it was it was very small production in terms of like crew size, it was very like small which was nice it was nice and intimate yeah, yeah. and it worked for what we were doing um but that was i kind of sat there like in between takes and i was like huh yeah i feel it now i was like yeah this this will do and they're like oh do you, you know they had bottled water and stuff i was like yeah this is great did they have oxygenated water yeah that's, that's the, the real thing question. no <laughs> see, see you that, guys you feel you prepared um it's, it, I don't know if this makes sense. Is, is there a certain type of acting that you prefer? Like action, romance, comedy? I think that makes sense. Um, I mean, I get hired to play a lot of evil people or just like... <laughs> just is the that the black hair? hair? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like, and you know, kind of sexy, the sexy like bitchy one essentially like the femme fatale yeah yeah definitely is that always a black hair thing i think it is isn't it um no i wouldn't think i don't think well in old kind of thing wasn't it because it's always it's kind of it's that and also um just the way that i carry myself because i'm very self-assured as as a as a person oh well yeah so classic uh you know anything dramatic like confident woman must be evil yes (laughs) she has a dark it's great i have a lot of fun but yeah those kind of roles are definitely dark yeah i like a lot of dark stuff like my dream kind of thing is um the haunting of hill house and stuff like that that's all like kind of it's a horror series and it's um it's quite quite recent isn't it yes you have to watch it it's the best thing ever um what's this on netflix or something yeah it's on netflix and it's it's kind of gothic ish um i like a lot of like gothic kind of weird twisted out there experimental a little bit i really want to do some action stuff um i'd really like to do that but i'm I'm a massive fantasy person as well like personally my taste in films love fantasy films so stuff like maleficent and things like that yeah. do all that is that also stuff. because of angelina yeah i mean i wouldn't <laughs> say no to working with her like yeah. you know i'm not gonna say no did i tell you had an argument with the stunt guy in the film set did i tell you that uh it's hard to keep track of who you've I, had um, an argument with no yeah, don't because that all adds <laughs> no, see 
I could tell you something else yeah, that somebody yeah. said. Go on, go on. With the no, because guys. he was clearly hired people because they were attractive more oh, than what they yeah. could do. Oh. And they couldn't. For stunt as well, that's really. I mean, low level I mean, stunt, that's an insult still. to the, peop- oh, the they, people yeah, that, anyway. Yeah. But that's but, also very dangerous. That's very like. Because even doing something silly, you can hurt yourself. No, no, I'm going to say simple. It wasn't like Hollywood stunts. It was like basic low level fights. You could still throw the punch. But it was so bad that I was looking at a stunt guy going, now forget, remove Hollywood, come right back to sort of amateur filmmaking. And the stunt guy clearly was too young, had no experience. He didn't even carry himself like somebody that knew physicality. Mm. Right. And he's telling them who know less than him. And I felt out of guilt. I was thinking, do I say something? Because mm, right. this looks really bad. This looks yeah. really bad. And I don't mind that he's quite nice. Do I say something? And I was like, you know what they're doing there? That doesn't look good. And said, oh, yeah, but I... And said, no, I'm not having a go. I'm just saying that what you're doing looks... Mm. And you mean, what, like, it didn't look good There were, like, quality. strangle scenes and all that. And I was thinking, they're supposed to be in the army, and you're doing a strangle thing like... Someone a, just go... Ah. Yeah, and you're doing eye. it. Yeah, it's more to his art. I'm thinking that looks like not a quite of, the tone. I think people were going yeah, like a ten year old would do uh, something, okay. and they had yeah, money, yeah. so they had the set and all that. I'm thinking, but and I was trying to explain, to, and it just like a child. Anytime you try and help somebody, just ego kicks in straight away. Yeah. Forget you're trying to help me. Forget anything I might learn. I'm doing it. I wouldn't do it in front of people. You know, oh, I'm mm. doing all that. Just kick. I thought, oh, okay, do do. I'm just I'm trying to help you. Yeah. Not interested, and it looked ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, I think it's finding a balance in those kind of situations between respecting someone's position and their work and the fact that they're getting paid to do that, but also yeah. like for the good of everyone else. Because everyone involved, if it looks bad, it's everyone's reputation because they're attached know, to the project. I know, but it annoyed me because I'd want somebody to say, to, when I'm at the gym, I, mean, yeah. right, I never used to tell anybody about, like, oh, you might be doing this one because it's not my business. Or I go, Sometimes when I see people doing stuff that's actually just damaging them and they've just seen it somewhere. Mm. I, but it's only when one, a young Spanish guy, I was at the nighttime in the gym and this just, I think he was, yeah, Spanish. He said, oh, by the way, when you're doing the back exercise, I said, I could see like if you, when you moved your arm up, it looked better. And since then, I thought, thank God there's people like that. He had nothing yeah. to gain. I could have just gone, like, who are you? Just a skinny kid. Mm. And since then, I thought, no, you should. So I do tell people. Yeah. But you've got to go. Some people kick off. I think well, you just read the read the room yeah, as best the as you can. Yeah. And obviously, if, if people want to take that, then they can. If no, they don't want to take it, they don't. You, anyone, if you see something doing something wrong, just go and say to them, mm. by the way. And I always say, oh, by the way, I hope you don't mind, but somebody helped me once is why I'm saying it to you. That I just say even say that because um, I'd want somebody to tell me, yeah, yeah. by yeah. the way. And again, you don't do it in front well, of also, people. Particularly you if you're going to hurt yourself lifting like that, you can do to yourself some when serious I see, damage. I can't even bother to talk about like personal <laughs> trainers, inverted commas, that are teaching up that look terrible, telling other people how to do something. I'm looking and I can feel my adrenaline going yeah. with the fact of not only do nothing, you're just hurting that person's cartilage and you don't even know because you don't know what you're talking about. But I'm watching you damage somebody and I think, let it go. This yeah. doesn't end. I'm just looking down the road. This doesn't, this will never work out for me. I only get damaged here. I, as I said before, I'm running out of gyms and I'm, <laughs> I'm, but it's like, I think, no, I'm in the right, I should be able to say something, but the world has created a place where you can't say anything to anybody. Everyone's bloody ego. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of, of struggle with ego and stuff. And that's to do with how everyone's been brought up. Um, in the fact that people aren't allowed to shove that mic in your up. face a bit more. Oh, Sorry, I'm it. just like. Um, how do you carry on learning in acting? 
Right. Because what I don't know how you study acting. Once you get the basics out of the way of talking into the camera, and blah, yeah. What do you do? You call yourself like a method actor? I I I'm really like method. I, but I think method. Uh, I'm more Meisner, which is a development yeah, yeah, from yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I um, don't know what mean, but I just Stanislavski's <laughs> more stage, isn't it? And Meisner, yeah. Um, well, Meisner's Meisner's kind of Meisner came. He built off of um, Stanislavski. Um, so there's there's kind of a bit of everything in everyone, but I think it's um, even saying the word method means something to every like yeah, different right, to yeah, every yeah, yeah. single um, actor. It's um oh god, what's that bloody thing? Uh, is it the actor's studio? Yeah. yeah, with the guy that talks like um, this. What's his name? James something. James. Can't, I can't remember, remember his name. Is that still on? Probably it must. Probably be. yeah. It's very good. Mm. The only time I hated it. <laughs> yes. Actually, I got proved right later on. Oh, who was Madonna? The, the early Sean days. Penn? There was like the Breakfast Club or something. There was like five of them. Madonna. Oh, the Brat Pack. Yeah. Well, she wasn't in the Brat Pack. Though. Oh, Sean Penn. It was Yeah, him, yeah Sean Penn, yeah. Who's like a spoiled rich kid, basically. So, I, so anyway, so recently when I listened to the Madonna audiobook, or the Unknown Wow. Yep. Yeah. Every year. I randomly pick five audiobooks that I've never heard. I don't care. So I open up my mind to things I don't. I like that. So that's every, actually... So I listen yeah, to that. There's a comedy cool. one. It's a black comedian from... And just random stuff because you have yeah. to force yourself. It won't Absolutely. happen. Absolutely. And I listen to her as well. I'm not interested really. I'm not into the, just the, the what you look like life. Mm. And her life is more... It's quite interesting in what she doesn't tell the truth about. She's created everything in her. Yeah. And all the people say, no, she says this, that wasn't what happened. No, that story didn't happen. And it was actually like people talking, saying like she was um, like, she remember seeing her, like she was so desperate to be famous and it wasn't going well. Like she turned up in New York. She thought it was just going to happen because she's from a small community where she was quite unusual. And then she just gets thrown into New York and she's just another person. Yeah. And she's, I remember coming back into the room and she was in a fetal position crying, saying, like, I am i don't know what to do. Because she was thinking about going home because it just, uh, she suddenly became a, 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 a one. Is that a moment you've had? Or <laughs> I think everyone has, crying like, in a multiple position. of those moments throughout your career. But I, 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 I will forget. So the guy, so in she, there's the talk about her. And like, he tied her up. Like, when they were dating, he was oh like, a, he was schizo, mate. He was like a proper Oh, insecure, not, I thought you meant in a fun way. No, he, like, like, sorry, insecure, I was going in a completely different direction. <laughs> insecure, rich kid, like saying, you're seeing somebody else and all that. Like, he was a nutter. Yeah. Um, and she was saying, like, he was spot checking up on her everywhere. Like, he okay. was probably, she had no reason. Yeah. But he was just a spoilt young kid. And he, like, he, whatever he had, wasn't happy with. And he started dating her. But you're doing this, you're doing And he, he, he said, like, you're not going out of the house anymore. And he tied her up and all this. So I never liked him because of that. But So this was Sean Penn doing this? Yes. Oh, this, my God. But, um, wow. He, again, he was a spoilt rich kid in America. Um, but oh, what was he talking about? Oh, so the actor's studio. And he went on there once. And they have a rule, like, you're not allowed to smoke. And he got out a cigarette and lit it. Uh, and started smiling, and everyone's so like, Will you? and I thought, "I'll oh, piss off, you pathetic little child." That's not cool. It's just, but it's such a wankery thing to do. Oh, look at me! It's like there's like, smokes there's on the like bus. being cool, and then there's being a wanker. I agree. Yeah, and the <laughs> fact that he's a spoiled rich kid that he just gets whatever he wants. Because he was like, he punched a reporter when he was younger, and he got away with it because he paid him off. And then he did it again, and, and I was thinking, yeah, oh, but just a petulant little child, just a silly little child. Mm. But um, yeah, so when I saw him in next to him, he lit up, and he smoked that. Like, smug look on his face i thought you are a real prick you know you're not trent you're not cool is he still about yeah, well, yeah. Penn, didn't yeah. he say also 
didn't he dropped out of acting? He said I quit acting because his father was like blackballed in the you know when they had the um uh, what was it called when uh, the communist stuff in America in the, yeah the McCarthy and he's so he said oh, I'm, I'm leaving and then he came back to it a few years later so, oh so you can't even he stick been blackballed like he would have no he did so, I remember he was live he no but because his dad did it and he found oh, out that he's like he said oh f you lot. I'm not going to do acting anymore for about three years. A lot of people, you know. And then he came back in. So you go, oh, he's just a, but just that whole, and then when I heard him in the audiobook, she was saying like, oh, he's such a petulant little child. He was like a child. I thought, you put, he tied her up in the kitchen, he sat on her for two hours. Around the house. But if you, if you want to know about fame and all that, yeah, I listened to them, the modern, modern I can't remember, it must have been an unauthorized biography or something like mm-hmm. that. But again, you learn much more from the unauthorized biography. <laughs> but you realize how, like she was saying, I came to New York, I had no money, blah, blah. And, she said, and her mate was like, no, she came to New York, she had like 800 quid. I remember seeing it. <laughs> Is that yeah. a lot of money? And, in... she'd, and when she said she'd arrived, she'd actually been there the year before. Oh, to meet okay. So like you go, oh, her whole life is just a painted collage of... I mean, it, it, you got to remember things like, like Madonna, Lady Gaga. It's a character, isn't it? Yeah, it's, so. it's, a, it's a brand. Yeah, but you realize, listen, she's... Um, She's got a lot of things wrong with like she's got that love addiction thing where she only enjoys the flush of love. Okay. And when she's got it, it then falls the away. The lust. It's lust, not love. Not so much lust. I think it's she needs the attention oh, okay. of the right. new thing and look now can sell a new photo new paparazzi photograph. Yeah, and then yeah. as soon as they have that, it then just goes away. She What's her relationship the with their parents like? Or have I answered my own question? I can't I think she had a problem with her dad. Oh, okay. Maybe but she had that thing of like she was she wanted to be unique and but she has the insecurity of things she tried and kept failing at. Like her things were like she tried to do ballet. Right. And she said, I remember her complaining to the ballet that about back's hurting and the woman had to say, Look, look, everyone's back's hurting, but they don't complain. So she had to quit ballet because she couldn't do it. And then she went to do dance and that didn't work out because she couldn't keep up with it. So mm-hmm. then she accidentally went to do singing with this band. But then she she got a, a contract to do something, but she dropped the band and then just went with these other people. And, left okay. and so she was just jumping from like me, 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 me to the trying to thing. figure out where her break yeah, was. Yeah, but be. then the whole thing was just fake everything, and everywhere she went, she was lying about the past. So it just become a big sort of you hollow yourself out. That's all you're doing because you're nobody anymore. But, yeah. Um, then she need she's just relying on the attention of media to keep her alive because there is no her. Her is the media. Yeah. But then that's a weird dance to get involved in. That's a deal with it's the a devil. It's a slippery slope and it's very easy to get into, very difficult to get out. And a lot of the boys, she spoke to a lot of the boyfriends and they're saying, so they'd, she'd be dating them and then she'd just, after a few months, she'd just click off and then you hear, oh, she was with another guy at a club that she said was a friend and she'd be with him. So then you'd be dating somebody. She'd break up with that fella. She'd hear you're with somebody else, then try and get back to you. And you go, no, because you're just... So we've, what we've learned today is that uh, Angelina Jolie, yes, Madonna, no. Or we No, I'm no for both. Oh, you're no for both. Well, yeah. I mean... You're, 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 you're look, yes you're, for Angelina. I'm yes, big Angelina, yes. Um, but, but I'm okay. biased. No, no. Huh? Madonna, no? Not my time. Well, she's about nine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how old Madonna is. Kerem, can, can, can we have a... We need yeah. send over to the Oracle. Can yeah, we need, a, we need a check for this one, please. I like this. <laughs> uh, talk amongst yourselves, listeners, while yeah. we try and find Prem out. knows everything about me. 63. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's not that 63, what used to be 63. She probably looks like 43. Do you know yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's the thing, isn't it? But it's like when you look at pictures of old, you know, it's like, oh, here, here's your granddad going off to war when he was 17. You're yeah. like, he looks about 40. What are yeah. you talking about? He's got like, hype. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but no, I, as we said before the podcast, I have a real, like, I can't get past the, how you are morally yeah. with how you look physically, it's irrelevant. 
I'd almost say the moral thing is more, if you walked in and you're like an Angelina Jolie, I just see that you broke up a relationship. There's nothing attractive. I, I don't know. I think like, I, I, I still secondary. think the more is on him because he was the married guy. Are you, she was single at the time, no? Or, I oh. really think that like, both were yeah, just no, both. irresponsible. Yeah. Yeah. I don't separate. The whole situation yeah. was just like, what? I feel bad for, who was he married to? Jennifer Friends. Aniston. Jennifer Aniston, yeah. But now she might be getting with David Schwimmer. Oh, it's God, all coming true. Who's he? He's the guy friends? that played Ross, yeah. They were yeah. the couple on the show. That everyone was, yeah. And then they then they like exposed themselves in the reunion and said, Oh yeah, oh. we like it was just the wrong <laughs> not, time. Not for exposed all of themselves. No, they. no. Oh wait, yeah. yeah. Um they were just like, Oh yeah, we, we liked each other and we knew we were just both in relationships all of the times that the other one was single. And so now oh, everyone's like, Oh, they're gonna get together that and I'm like goofy, jittery sort of character. That's not on behalf of all goofy, jittery people, I'm very offended <laughs> by that remark. <laughs> Like I was felt th- like that was a personal attack there, Karen. Each Karen to their own. Everyone I was listening to the Stephen Fry audiobook, yeah. and um, he was talking about who's Mr. Bean, Rowan Atkinson. Rowan Atkinson yeah. And he's saying about he, he met his, Rowan Atkinson's wife, is like, um, I think she's an Asian makeup artist. He met her on set, mm-hmm. and he was saying, Oh, like, hold on, do you mean a makeup for Asian people? Or no, she's, she's Asian, an Asian she's makeup, makeup artist, artist that right, he met okay, on right. set, and he was saying, like, even though I'm a gay male, she was a woman, like, she's so beautiful. Like, oh, I was getting jealous. You can appreciate the aesthetics, but right? I was thinking, Mr. Bean, like oh. you've seen your fella, basically that as that, and that's the bloke you want to go to bed with. <laughs> I mean, I love that. But didn't you say it's about morals? Yeah, it looks, exactly. It's not just one sided. No, 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 but there's no neg. He's not bringing a negative thing. But surely, when you go, that's my husband. Like I'm not. I mean, I'd be proud because he's he's bloody funny. Like, yeah. Plus, you know, Mr. Bean, he's got that Mr. Bean coin. You laugh, but he like you know. No, but I feel no. He lives in a mansion. I don't believe that would be a thing with her. Maybe not. No, but I just think surely when you go right, here's my husband here, and here's my, and here's my husband, Mister Bean walks in, you go, oh, for... <laughs> yeah, but if you, it's if, funny. He's not acting. Yeah, yeah but that, that acting like Mister Bean minutes. at home. I hope. You no, know. but when you're in the bedroom, you go, yeah, he's yeah, funny. That then, doesn't work. Then, then in the bedroom, she's like, put on that, put on that black adder two beard. Oh gosh, put on the black adder two tights. I suppose everyone's got weird quirks. It could just be she might find that attractive. He could just be a yeah. really nice, charming guy. Everyone's got their things. Yeah, yeah, each yeah, to think, their yeah, own. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we just uh, had to go at everyone in Hollywood. <laughs> Poor old Rowan Atkinson just minding I'm his own business. I'm here advocating for all. I think they're great. Yeah, exactly. Well, so, near me, I got a letter through the door because I live near a big field. I live in these one of these small towns, but there's a massive field where they're just constantly hiring for like World War II reenactments and anything to do with airplanes. That makes it's sense. It's in, let's just say, it's in Bedfordshire near. And um, I've just got a letter through the door saying, oh, they're filming a scene for a new, what's it, like, Rowan Atkinson thing for Netflix okay. called The Bee or something, The Bee. The and bee. it's about him chasing a bee around a house. And, so um, this is like a new B movie kind of situation. Oh, B movie! There you go. And um, but there's going to be explosions. Didn't they do a film about that, but with a mouse? No idea. What? But there was like a film called Mouse Hunt. It was just an hour and a half of people chasing a mouse in a house. That is so odd. But anyway, so they said, but, the, but a film about a bee, we're all just fine. I know. Uh, think, but yeah, how do you sell that with all the scripts out there? Oh, he's going. Mister Bean's going to be chasing a bee. But anyway, they said there's going to be explosions. So they had to put um, a letter out to say there's going to be explosions on this date. Oh, okay. So if you hear something on Netflix about a bee in Rowan England, that you heard it here first. There we go. We, we have the exclusive, we do have, we? Yeah. <laughs> I've got a letter. Scoop, guys. Um, but I, and I'm not having a go at him. Yeah. I, I don't drag him down. It's more to do with the... the, the, the I don't get it. Yeah, but, but it no, can be... When you but, add in somebody, everyone's got the weird quirks. You go, okay, yeah. So you just... Some people might... She might that be an attractive quirk, um, I think. She might like the nerd. Yeah, exactly. Everyone has their, their things. <laughs> 
the criteria. Would you start? Would you do a film about chasing a bee? You if know what? Yeah, I for mean, that Netflix coin. Yeah, just for the SAG card, <laughs> just yeah, to exactly. get those points on the. <laughs> Do you have to get a SAG card to, if this for this American thing? If that, or have you already got one? Or um, I don't quite know ah, how it's going to work. Out yeah, they literally have they sort it out for me. Yeah, because yeah. you need to have a certain amount of credits, don't you? No, yeah, I think so. you only need to have had like one paying job. I think, but in another country, does that work? I think so. Um, it depends, and like, and it's like three grand, or three thousand dollars a SAG card. It's not cheap. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. quite. It can like wipe out your. I know that in America, there's some to just to get the card. People sometimes do um. Like stand up comedy, mm-hmm. like on open mic, just because yeah. you can put that down. So you, you can, can do just, like three yeah, nights. Yeah, you figure out how best to make it work for you, I guess. Yeah. Um, when would that be coming through? Like, what were the weeks, months, days? I don't know. Like, I just. The, the thing about this industry, which is the brutal part that I don't think many people understand, is that you either get a yes or you get silence. Oh. You don't get, it's very rare that you will get a actual verbal no. It's Well, I heard radio something silence. in America, they said that they're quite funny about saying no to people because they're worried that one day you might become famous. I think that's horrible. And if they say nothing, then they didn't turn you down. They can say, we didn't hear from you. We didn't. I mean, I think it's worse to say nothing. Like, yeah. um, I mean, it's more it's disrespectful, it but from their side, they don't oh, say yeah. no to people because it might come back. Actually, talking about Madonna. Casting, I always used to say no. I used to send like emails. You got just to let people. Just to say no, just yeah. to leave, not leave people waiting. And you just, as long as you're polite in the email, even, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of the time, you know, by the time you've got them in the room, you'll have seen their show. So it's not like they're going to turn up and be like, Hi, my name is mm-hmm. Thingy. I wanted, you know, they're not going to be. But at just that to put point, it to bed for somebody, just go right. Go that yeah, thing. you can't. It's just but then what? they do say when you do audition, you said just once it's done, forget the thing. Oh, it's absolutely. Not just let it go. Just forget about it. But um, Madonna, I was talking about Madonna. Oh, she, do you remember uh, whenever it was, fifteen years ago, when she had kept all the rejection letters from people that, and she put, put no. them online? <laughs> yeah, that's actually, iconic. I, that's I, that's iconic behavior. I love that. But yeah, that almost that. says a lot about her that she kept all the just to go. Yeah. But a lot, of, a lot of people do keep that kind of stuff. No, and yeah, like, the bad energy on that. I'm carrying, keeping with you. No, rejection but it, you can use it's. I mean, you, it depends how you treat rejection. Yeah, if you actually fuels if, you or whether it. it uh, you. Anyone also, if you treat, treat it as rejection or not. I think you're looking to, to do. I you can work in. Well, it motivated me and I kept them on the wall. I don't believe anyone's ever done that. I kept they keep them out of hate and anger that you. I'm going to get you back. I think it's more to do with that, especially with her. There's no sort of motivation. It's built on her life. It's yeah. built on rage and anger. <laughs> I, I have kept an email. This is oh, very God. bad. From, uh, I was casting a project and it was where the makers of it had had a viral film. But at the time, the word viral didn't matter. So in the email, I was like, oh, it's from the makers of this film. It's a sma- it was a smash hit online. And, 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 and this agent wrote back to me. He's like, I've been, vo-, he said, the thing is, I've been wo- uh, voting for the Academy Awards for, I can't remember how long it was. And I never heard of your smash hit film, but oh. good luck. I'll see if I can pass it on to the actor in question who uh, now represents themselves. Um, wow. Okay. Yeah, exactly. And, but also, I, every, and every once in a while, I check in on this guy just to be like, yeah. like let's see, is he, is, he, is he Brad Pitt's agent? Oh, no, he's got, he represents a lo- bunch of, you yeah. know, people. He's not Bobby Big Potatoes like he makes out. But yeah. that, that sentence, that opening sentence, you could just take that and I know everything about it. Yeah, him. exactly. I know but it's not, it's not working out that, for you. Like, the person we were talking to had like, reasonably biggish profile at the time but i think i'd spoken about it with the director i said this and he said if they come back we don't want to work with these people because that tells us that they're going to be a nightmare yeah yeah yeah. you know so one sentence yeah but i'm just like i've kept that email and i'm just like anything i'm like because i've had a few things happen and i'm like no i'm gonna wait i'm gonna wait 
because I thought about like you know but whatever I just thought I'm gonna wait until something big happens I'm gonna be, yeah. just gonna be like fuck you that's yeah. a good moment that's that's an email that you want you yeah want it's to the use, you know how do you like them apples moment in with Google everything hunting. that I've done with the magazine all that I think I've basically contacted everybody in the UK at some point like, over the years oh, yeah. like basically everyone and I'm just waiting when things kick off and it all works. I'm just waiting for the thousands of emails to come back and go, oh, I've just seen this in my spam box. That's yeah. a, I'm just waiting for it to come. Through. So you're, that's funny. You're the 30th person today that said that. <laughs> have I ever, have I ever uh, told you that I, I, was, I hadn't been on LinkedIn in years? And it was after I, you and I had started doing the podcast. I think it was when we did the pilot together and then I, we were doing the podcast. Pilot for what? For social contracts. Oh, right. And then, so we're Why doing the... I've been kicking your foot. I thought that was a table. Like, sorry. It's okay. Get too casual. <laughs> um, and then I was trawling through like LinkedIn. I hadn't been on in about five years. And I was like, I probably should go through this. And I had a message from you. They're like, hey, I'm oh, looking so for what? people. Oh, I can't right. remember. I think yeah, it's work out. Yeah, exactly. Like, Why do you not use it I often? need to go through I my LinkedIn now. because LinkedIn just it overwhelms. I don't get it. I don't get LinkedIn, but I've had loads of messages. But a lot of them is just like spam stuff. Um but I they should probably go through it just for that reason. Use, yeah, because yeah. yeah. I, I, I still get things now yeah. where people will get back to me. Oh, sorry, I didn't see this. Is it still open? The opportunity? I'm like, no, it was like two years ago. Yeah. If you're on a plat, you've got to check it. That's part of your work. Is mm. I do that. now. I do now have it open. <clears throat> but I just got because of again doing casting. The amount of times I got people being like, "Oh, we have a really cheap deal on on casting and mold." I'm like, oh, right. "Molds," and I'm like, "No, no, no. You haven't oh. researched what I do. <laughs> yeah. You've just seen the half a word." Yeah, and just and that's what a lot of LinkedIn is. Yeah, it's yeah. just people going. But can't you switch all that off? Because I don't get all that. I'm sure you can set marketing and things. Uh, like yeah, but if it's just because I just accept everyone, I'm like, whatever. Oh no, yeah. see, I don't do that. That's what I don't understand when people say. I've got this many connections. So I spend most of my time filtering off. No, I don't know. You know, we've got no use for each other. I'm not trying to build up numbers. I just want people yeah, that are I, useful to Yeah, I don't accept me. people that aren't. Yeah. I'm like, why Why is someone who's this, you know, is in, I don't know, is a shop assistant yeah. wanting to, like, why do you want to, what are you, what, what are we going to do? I knew, there's a girl I spoke about, I mean, this is years ago, and she said she came off of LinkedIn. She said, because it's basically people contacting me trying to chat me up oh god oh, and i just god. thought on linkedin well, it's so uh, on linkedin yeah but you can't escape um that's what i mean it's just there's no crevice that men, they won't try just, you can't escape true. the fact that yeah. you know we've discussed many times that like a man the average man on the street is a decent person yeah. but as a collective men are just disgusting sex pigs and it's just it's just, just for me i'm like men make decisions and i'm like Huh, interesting choice. Like yeah. really interesting. Personally, don't get interesting choice made. It's like an acting choice. I'm like, wow, you that this is the situation. This is what I as a woman have presented to you in this situation. And you chose that. That's your response. Would, right. Have you got any problems with, like dating another actor? Or is um, not a thing? That's not a thing in your head. Like, I don't to think, do it or not to do it. I don't think either way. I, th I mean, I think people are people. Um, but I am a big thing of like, I will not date people whilst i'm like working on something because what? it's just like it's well, if you're full-time actress yeah but as in, you mean like as the in, with project. them with them if i'm working with them on this oh project. right not as in in general because obviously yeah um but yeah if i'm working with someone um and they want to start like getting involved whilst working i just doesn't work for yeah me. no that's just, just that's too well you're that's, just blurring yeah, the lines yeah, yeah, between yeah, yeah. personal and work and i think 
for in, for me, it would be unprofessional. It would make me unprofessional. Not I don't judge so other people, but for would me, date an actor that somebody's. From yeah, I think oh, okay. I think it's great because um, I think there's pros and cons to both sides yeah. of it. Because I think it's great because if you date another actor, they understand your job. They understand that you won't be around all the time. Um, your schedules are more likely to work in terms of being able to make a relationship work. And they understand that, yeah. Yeah, it's quite a clunky relationship though, isn't it? Disappearing for months, you, the other person then disappearing. Yeah, but it's that understanding and that, that match of that, you know. No, that's I think that works mentally, but I think logistically when it's actually, I think whenever you've got an extreme job, I think you always need somebody to do this, the opposite because then it balances it. If you have got two people, you can go, oh, we can talk about things and all that. But would you want to be talking about the same di- the director? This you might not thing? necessarily be talking about it all the time. I think standard personalities, actually. Yeah, I think it depends yeah. on, on how you are as a person and how you, you are in a relationship. Because you both do the same job, that, that's interesting for a bit. But then you go, look, don't just want to be with somebody that's just not talking about the, the filming and the lighting guy, the thing, the thing, the set. But you wouldn't be with someone just because they're an actor, so surely yeah. you'd like who they are as a person. It yeah, just happens I mean, that they're an actor. More than the job. Yeah. Have you ever dated an actor? Um. Yes, kind of. <laughs> Maybe. Yes, kind no, of. the answer is no. You wasn't a dating. It was just what was it? It's just a short thing. Yeah I, yeah, I mean, I'm not someone that uh, like where I'm at in my life at the moment. I'm not like I, relationships. Not really a priority for me. I'm kind of a person that's like, if it falls into my lap, yeah. it falls into my lap. Um, but yeah, I, I, you know, I've been involved with other actors and things and oh, okay. it's been great and it's been not great. Um, so just like any kind just of like dating exactly. people, really. <laughs> it's just a, like, it's just a job. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, it doesn't change who like. So are people. you doing anything at the moment then? Um, cause you just finished the film. Well, yeah. I, I literally wrapped yesterday oh. on, um, a feature film I'm doing called the psycho list, which is a, it's a slasher. Do you play comedy. the psycho? <laughs> No, no, for oh. once. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> um, I like yeah. you have to think about that. You're like, is my character a psycho? <laughs> I mean, all of the characters are kind of out there. Um, the director, kind of, Danny Shaler, he's great. Um, he he sees it as kind of like an adult comic, like cartoon situation, but it's not a cartoon. It's just fit. it's out there, um, which makes it funny. But my character is that sexy but kind of bitchy character again <laughs> so it was a lot of fun um and it was great to to work on it but um yeah i wonder if you that. just straight dyed your hair wallop dyed your hair would it change immediately i mean the, I, the roles? I probably because i was um ginger for a year last year i was ginger for a good year and um i definitely got brought in for different stuff but like this look works best for getting you more dyed jobs. your hair ginger just just because um, you wanted to, not yeah, role. yeah, no, okay. just because, um, and that got me like the the more sweeter roles. But I was, I, I'm more Scottish su- people all the time. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm more um successful in terms of getting more jobs and getting through rounds and stuff because who I am as an actor and my style of acting now matches what I look like as well. Oh, okay, right. So, I suppose yeah, you sort of click into yourself eventually, like what yeah. works best. Yeah, but, I yeah. mean, I, I, I'm never going to box myself in. Like I can, I. I want to be the most flexible actor I can in yeah. terms of yeah. being able to do whatever role, but I do know what roles make sense yeah, because yeah, yeah, you, yeah. especially on film, you have to look like it has to look right. It has to look yeah. right. There is a, that you know, just by looking at someone, not necessarily the hair color, but it does help sell. Yeah. Um, which is why I play a lot of those, those darker characters, which I'm happy to do because they're a lot of fun. Do you do much um, uh, on stage stuff like theater stuff? 
I did, and then not at the moment. I mean, I'd love to. Um, I'd love to do some stuff that, like, is just, you know, just plays and stuff, not not necessarily musical theatre. But it's not something I've had as much opportunity to do. But I'm I'm kind of someone that's open to everything, which is why growing up I was like, well, I want to train in everything, which is great about training in musical theatre. You do the acting, the dancing, and the singing so that I can do all of the different things that I Are want. Are you still doing any training now? Um, like how so, do you update your acting sort of thing? Is it just I mean, repetition? Kind of. It's, it's different for every person. And I personally don't believe, I think drama school is a great idea, but I don't think it works for everyone. And it's nothing wrong with not being able to go to drama school or not wanting to or it not working because everyone is different and everyone learns differently and comes out differently acting-wise anyway. So for me, my process now, I, I personally think, especially with film, the best thing, the best way to learn how to act on film is to do it. Yeah. To just get on with it. Yeah. I think there's a lot of, um, you know, again, um, this is out of date, obviously I've been casting for years, but it, I, I always felt that sometimes there was a bit of a detachment between what actors were being prepared for in acting school. A bit like all kind of learning, you know, academia of any kind, there was a bit detachment from what's, being taught and necessarily what's the reality of it you know i always felt that that was kind of the well, case it's, a, it's really it's a business isn't it so it's like a something that's small that's dragged yeah. out over years and there's a lot of stuff the theory and the blah, blah but blah, it blah, is blah. all the same you know it's the same with like the audition is yeah. as well as it's a performance it is a job interview essentially yeah. Yeah. So you've got to tr- approach it in that same way there's there's etiquette there's there's yeah. ways of doing it um strategies and stuff but yeah i think from my experience there's a lot um of information at drama schools for theatre and things, but film is much harder to teach in a classroom um, just because of the way it is. Whereas theatre, you know, it, it, it the way that it's structured is much easier to teach. Whereas film, because it is much more intimate and it's um, instinctual, which theatre can be, but I mean in just the technicality, the technical yeah. way of it. We've looked at um, a lot of the films from the, like the 50s and these MGM films. I remember mm. talking to somebody... And he said, they've always got this weird feel to them. Yeah. And these, uh, the guy said to me, he said, well, because this was the first sort of like films will be made. So all these people came out of theatre. Yeah. yeah. So their movements and everything's big. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a theatre play that you're watching. Yeah. But it's also the way it's shot. It's shot yeah, yeah. as the fourth one. And yeah. it's kind of like a theatrical yeah. like yeah. film. It, that's what you'd class it as now. But um, I personally think that, you know, I think everyone should try to be able to do whatever, like to act, if you're an actor, be able to act in theatre and film. But I once had someone say to me, I was 14, which is when I um, first started going into to film or first realised that I definitely wanted to do that. I went to um, an Easter course at Italia Conti and I um, walked into this class and I was like the youngest there. An Easter course? Yeah, it was just like a little course. Oh, right, course. as in the course at Easter. Yeah, right. yeah. Not boys. Yeah, I was like, oh. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, mm choice um yeah so I, I went into I didn't realize we were doing a class on film and so I went in and I we did like an improvised scene on camera and he was te- he's been in the industry for like 30 years at that point and um he taught us all these little techniques but it was mostly just improvising um seeing what we could do and then I was the last one to leave the room and he stopped me and he said oh do you like being on camera I was like yeah me going yeah I'm a narcissist yeah, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> um he was like mm, yeah the camera likes you and I was like okay he was like you need to, like you need to do this for your job because you can't teach that and that is the brutal thing about film yeah that no one 
like actually talks about enough that you could be really like the best actor ever and you could be put in front of a camera and it just won't work you could be doing the scene amazingly but it just for whatever reason doesn't work like you there's something about it that it's brutal but you can't choose you either work on film or you don't um which I think a lot of people, I wish people were kind of a bit more honest about it. I was listening to a podcast a couple of weeks ago and he's talking about a director and he was saying about it's so strange that some people will be like, they'll be fine offset, like when you're just talking amongst people. And even though they've been trained, the second the camera goes on, they suddenly jolt out of place and you can't get them back into it. Um, and he said... Jolt oh, out of place, how do you mean? Like the personality just it doesn't... Come, like they can be funny and sociable. Like, yeah. um, oh, and then it, when yeah. they're trying to do it on the screen, it's just slightly off. Mm-hmm. And they said it's something to do with like micro uh, psychology. Like yeah. you're just slightly on edge. I think some and there's, people there's a thousand things that yeah. your, your eyes aren't blinking, the your hands aren't moving. And it's not noticeable as such, but it's all these little things. It just feels off. Feels off because you're actually slightly out. You're not completely comfortable well, with yourself. Well, I think, I personally think that that is more of a thing of like, um, some people just can't ignore the camera. They can't like get it out when they're doing the scene. Yeah. Like obviously I'm, I'm aware of like the camera now and stuff, but if I was doing a scene, it's not there. Because yeah. I, I was talking to someone about this, um, about films. I think the best films and the way and the best actors, the best way to view film acting is that um, the characters and the world of that film existed a hundred years yeah. before that camera ever like was there. So it's it's not that the world has been built and these characters have been placed and built around the camera. It's that that world already had been existing and it's time has been going on and on and on. And you suddenly just put a a camera in like in a parallel universe. It should never be that you're creating around it. I think that's the subtlety. He'd learned that what you basically do is just what if that you, they're nervous or whatever. He said, I just stick the camera on them. And have somebody just look, even though it might not be on. He said, just follow that guy. So when he's having the coffee and all that, he knows it's happening. Yeah. He said, we're just going to want to get used to the camera. So he said, whatever he's doing, he could be reading the paper. He said, we're just going to have the camera on it. Yeah. Because you need to get it off. You, need, his to, head that's you need to learn like to get rid <clears throat> yeah. of it. And just some people like to consider it as if it's like another person. Yeah. But I'm just someone that's like, it's not there. It's not there. That's the It's not thing. there. Yeah, it's, yeah. It should be that the us as an audience it feels like you've just kind of opened a window into it into a different yeah. world um so that that way it can't you be. said that he said that but to one guy you try don't play into the camera he said you really have to just do your scene and forget this camera isn't there yeah don't even worry about direction he said well however you look that's his job it's not your job to look good on camera no. he will do that in the editing so that's what they're paid mm-hmm. to do so you just forget it's there yeah um and it's quite high up as well we said it's like some people that are like quite yeah. high up i think it's clint eastwood that quite often i think uh, i think i'm remembering this correctly that he'll quite often do read-throughs and rehearsals and stuff and that's the take let's so say he'll just have yeah the, like, i'd heard form. he'd only he won't do more than like three yeah, he does <laughs> three two takes. or three takes yeah. but quite often he'll just be like he'll have the camera rolling mm-hmm. during rehearsal during the rehearsal take and he'll just be like, actually, I like the rehearsal one. Don't worry about it. And I the think it's because like, oh. of, it's because of instincts. Like I, I personally, un- like I understand that because I, um, I was speaking to the director Danny, um, of the Cyclist, and we were saying about how he gets as an actor gets better the more takes you go. My best takes will be the first few mm. because I believe in instinct, and I kind of every time the camera cuts and then we reset, I try and forget that that ever happened to try and keep it as if it's my first. Because so I understand him rolling the camera and wanting to just go with the rehearsal stuff because that is what 
came instinctually like straight away it wasn't thought about it wasn't oh I've done that so now I'm going to do it again it gets stale and it's very hard to not like to stop it from um being that way yeah every time you do it again you're going to be less and less original yeah let's so well yeah and and as as you know when we're talking now nothing is perfect it is instinctual like when we're not planning out word for word what we're going to say like I mean that's the whole point of the podcast you just go for it and that is how it should feel on film obviously yes it has been written but it should be that it's just what comes out which is why um Jessica Chastain who's a great actress um she does this as well but I I do it um and when I get a script I'll read it through once and then when I when it comes to me actually learning it I'll cross out and like completely black out anything that says I say the character says it like this or walks like this obviously there's some parts I need to keep in just because it makes sense but um yeah, things that are telling me how to do something, I just get rid of because they will tell me on set mm. how to do it. The director, as we're, as we're blocking it, will say, yeah, like this, this is the feel. And also I will be able to feel it. So it stops things from being too premeditated because yeah. that's not what life is. And, you know, acting is capturing life. It's not pretending. It's not I just baking. spoke to somebody recently about something we've got filming. And I did say to him about like, this is basically the words we're trying to get out. Mm-hmm. But you won't, the, it's, the, it's the thing with acting, it's the things that are so small that you have to make fit you. And it's, if there's any words there that you wouldn't say, just ain't or I, it's a, that will, a few of those in a sentence won't be noticed, but it will feel weird. Yeah. So you have to rewrite basic stuff that that's yeah. how, when I say a sentence, that's how I would say that sentence. Yeah. That's what comes out of my mouth. Mm. Whereas if you shove words into somebody's face, which I understand if it's a very you know, Shakespeare or something. Other than that, it's you've got to find that person's. You've got to get halfway yeah. to them that that's how that feels. Sort of like even with clothing or something like that. You know, if they're not used, if the clothing I wouldn't wear that ever. That feels weird. It's a thousand little things that have to be in place for it to come across completely naturally. Yeah. And again, that doesn't work for everything. Some things do have to be very specific. I think it's a choice. I think you, as an actor, when you you get that script, you've got to make a choice of okay, do I make this fit me, yeah. or is it? Or yeah. do I need to find the character and why Why does it make sense and why does it fit the character to speak that way? And therefore, you have to get rid of yourself and become the character in order to well, make it fit. Well, I heard a fit. lot of the, 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 the higher end act, the, 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 it's built into the um, when they're filming. There's always the one where they say, no, just do it how you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just whatever you think that character yeah. would say, because that might be the, it just flows yeah, better. absolutely. So, yes, yeah, about the more personalization of everything. Um, if, is there anything that you would like to really like to do like any specific characters you get in typecast a little bit you said but is there anything that you'd really like like would you love to do a comedy or would you love to do something like um i want to do fantasy as i said i really want so to what does do that like, mean harry potter yeah i mean i loved harry potter growing up but um something like that or maleficent i think was a great one oh, okay um i want to do something darker but fantasy. i was gonna say I harry potter thought that like... might be a bit too light yeah <laughs> I, I mean I'd, I'd love to do um if they ever like tried, I mean, I don't think they should try and redo the Harry Potter series for multiple reasons, but also because it was it's fine as it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. But if they did, I'd like I'd like to see them do darker. What about did you see the film that. The Witch? Yes. Would you like to play the daughter, like the the one? Mm. Is that, that the one with Anya proper, Taylor Joy? I don't know who the names are. Where it's in, like I think it's in North. The dad gets stabbed. It's by with a the goat. Goat. Yeah. 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 Fine. Yeah. 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 Spoilers. That's quite, there's no fun in that. That's proper dark. Mm. It's just misery, or the... yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I'd want to do like um, oh, 
I someone asked me if I could play like a character that already exists. Who would I play? And I'd play um, Irene Adler in Sherlock the series. Yeah, she, that's that's perfectly my kind of casting. Why was she? So she <laughs> she's a dominatrix, um, but she's very smart, and she as in an escort dominatrix. She's not just like. No, they're kind of ambiguous, aren't they? About like she talks about clients and stuff. So like, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. So, 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 so the job. whole story is is based off of the book, which is um, a scandal in Bohemia, but they call it a scandal in Bulgaria in the um, series. And so she she's get, They say she's gay, but she I guess she's bi, but we don't really know. Oh, I forgot. Oh, no, no. yes, yeah. So she's she's um, she's this queer woman, and she's a dominatrix by trade, and she. Um, she one of her clients turns out to be like the princess yeah princess is she a woman? princess yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Well, yeah if she's a princess then yeah. no the other oh irene, irene adler, adler. Yeah. yeah yeah and so um do you know many blokes called I irene? the name I thought- <laughs> yeah yeah so that's her client and so her way of um protecting herself because obviously she gets involved in with some high up people is to take pictures of them consensually whilst they're this? doing it's it victorian era no, it's it's no, an updating is... of um, oh. Sherlock. It was yeah, yeah. Years ago. It's probably about ten years with Benedict Cumberpatch and what Sher- Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, but they yeah, yeah. they've kind of cameras around. It, like no, models. no, but they've set it. They've set it in a modern time. Yeah, yeah. They modernised it. A bit. Okay, right. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, it's really good. But yeah, so she takes pictures of these people as kind of you know insurance, and then she's now being like they're trying to get this phone off her because obviously there's pictures of the princess in very compromising positions. Um, and this character, she's just so witty and uh, Lara Pulver plays her and she's... Yeah, she's great. But why is she taking photographs of them? Kind of. As it's a be- contract. It's in their contract so that um, basically she can't be exposed to things and she gets involved with a lot of high up people so that um, they can't like manip- manipulate her or um why would they want to manipulate her surely they want to keep it quiet it's because she knows things because yeah, a lot of her clients things. are sort of high profile people yeah or... and like mafia and things yeah. like that and so she gets involved bad people but yeah um oh, okay. so that's the kind of character i play because she's really you know there's the sex i always like um exploring my character's sensual and sexual side because i think um a lot of the characters I play, they weaponize it. And I think that's a really interesting thing, kind of flipping the tables on the male gaze and things like that and weaponizing it against um, people. So I think, yeah, I want to play. I want to play her. So you describe yourself as queer. Now, I thought that was an offensive term. Um, so it's been reclaimed. Um, oh, the point was, is, so it's, it's reclaimed by the LGBT. So you would see that on plus. the poster or whatever as um, queer and proud or something. I mean, yeah, I guess really? so. Yeah. I think I think there's so many um, different ways of identifying. I personally would identify as queer just because really, yeah. sexuality is fluid, um, and well, for some people, it is. I don't think it's a set thing. Yeah, I think I think it can change throughout your life, and that's why it's it's, it's change throughout your life. Yeah, I mean, um, experiences that you have, things like that. I mean, it's it's everyone's different. You've got to remember that you know sexuality is going to but be isn't that just everyone. experimentation because surely sexuality isn't transient it's not something that's going to flow and pop in and pop out i think it is it definitely has been for me in terms of genuinely like um i've been through periods of my life where i thought that i was just attracted to women and so i identified as gay or a lesbian and then i you know as i explored my life and came out of experiences that i had i started being attracted to men and then and for me i identify as queer because Sometimes I feel more attracted to men, and sometimes I'm like, "You'll get away well, okay, from so me." So you're genuinely bisexual, then? 
Because I, I would wonder if you were a lesbian, you do not find men attractive mm. at all, which I completely understand. Mm. Wouldn't you, we wouldn't they go, oh, fair. what a load of rubbish. There's no sex, you either are or you aren't. No, I don't think. No? no. I mean, there are some people, there, there's a stigma against uh, queer or bisexual people. Absolutely. From, uh, from, from gay people. So, uh, like from gay, gay women. And gay, there's and a stigma gay from them. Yeah, there was, um, yeah. There was a controversy, um, just as an example here. Um, on Celebrity Big Brother. I'm just, I know it's a, a crap example, but it's one that just sticks out in my head yeah. where um, I think it was Christopher Biggins, who's always been openly gay his whole life and it's kind of, I guess Why I don't would know say, that name? Uh, he's very sort of, he's um, old. yeah, he's yeah, old, yeah. old fashioned, you know, like at a time when probably, but very flamboyant, kind right. of like big and cuddly sort yeah, of yeah, thing, yeah. like very always, basically always plays Christopher Biggins in everything he right. does. Yeah. And, uh, on Celebrity Big Brother, and I can't remember even who he was talking about, and he just said, "Oh, bisexuals, dreadful people." Oh no! Why can't, why can't they just choose? Is the basically? It's right. not so yeah. much a thing now, but I, yeah. ha- I mean, I have experienced it as someone who isn't, you know, a hundred percent either way. But also, I have like two things probably to preface that I should have said before we start. So first, <clears throat> anything I say is Just purely you. from my yeah, is yeah. from my experience and from people that I've interacted with and, and had these conversations with, but also that um, you know, all of the different labels that you hear mm. will mean something different to every single person that identifies them. So bisexuality isn't people think it means 50-50, it doesn't. No. Um bisexuality, you know, you could be 70-30, 60-40, you know, you could be more attracted to women um or more attracted to men, or you could be 50-50. For me, I'm more attracted to women. I always have been, but I am attracted to men. But I still more comfortably identify as queer because sometimes I'm more attracted to men and sometimes I'm, you know, it is, for me, it is fluid. There's no numbers on it. You could have no. 10 years of fancying men and it's, it's just... Exactly. Yeah. Sexuality is fluid and for some people it isn't, but some people it is. Uh, but I do believe it's um, the best thing anyone could ever do is be open. As in, not as in you know, everyone's a little bit gay. That's not a thing. Um, that's not what I'm saying, but just not put the pressure on. Like I, I think in all things in life, there's two extremes. And I think naturally the progression of things is you go from one extreme to the other, then you have to find the middle. Mm. And I think the middle for this kind of thing is we need to take the pressure off, especially off of, um, young people. Like what, what I try to do as, um, a queer woman in the industry and as someone who advocates for that is anyone that has ever come to me and said oh my god I'm, I'm freaking out I don't know what to do and I say take a breath you it does not matter the science or gender anything about the person that you're attracted to you're attracted to a person if you want if you find a label along the way and that mean that's something to you, you like a label matters to you mm. you go ahead and figure that out but labels are not essential yeah I mean it's like when we're discussing these things, you just think, oh, does it fucking matter? Like, you've not got other things in fucking, like, we're discussing what label you like your thing. And they go, it's like discussing what type of coffee. It's not a talking point. But here's it's the thing, is that point. the reason that labels became so important is because people were being erased because of the fact yeah. that they um, were anything but straight. So that I think, um, I think it's each to their own. And I think, I hate um, the fact that sometimes it's becomes too much of a blanket thing of you know labels and things like that and like some people will like labels because it makes them feel like they know themselves they know their identity it makes them comfortable that's their way of being you know 
self-aware. And for some people, labels don't matter. For me, it doesn't matter. It matters to me in terms of conversationally, I will probably say I'm queer or I'm bisexual. But beyond that, I really don't care. But if to someone else it matters, I will totally respect that. And that's what it's about, is about respecting what every other person needs um, identity-wise and that the that you need to um, respect. And because, you know, do do whatever. Do bisexual people have to come out? Like, is there a conversation? Or it's Here's like, my well... thing. I'm very... I'm very lucky, very, very lucky in the fact that my mum's gay. My mum is married to a woman. My mum's been with a woman my whole life. She, um, not the same woman, but been with women the whole life. So I, I, when I came to this world, I literally thought that that right, was yeah. normal, Fair enough. Um, which it is normal. But you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I, thought, yeah. I thought that that was, oh, I was like, everyone has two mums. Right. This is great. I, it was not the case. <laughs> um, but I'm very lucky in the fact that I never had to come out. Um, I'm a big ad- advocate for if you feel that you want to come out and that's important to you and that's yeah. freeing for you, do it. But make sure that you're safe as in you're in an environment where you're not going to put yourself in a bad so, position. Did you actually, actually have to say to your mum at some point? Um, or is it just... No, no. I mean, I, can't, I remember coming out to my dad and then my dad went. So I've I've never met my, my half-brother. Is there a coming out of your bicep? It's not really, it's just... Oh, yeah, I mean, it women. is. I mean, it is coming out yeah. because unfortunately... The way that we have been brought up, hopefully kids now won't be so much, but um, the way that we've certainly all been brought up is that you're straight unless you say otherwise. Everyone yeah, likes yeah, it. Yeah, I suppose it's the default, likes, isn't it? It's, 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 the assumption. It's, it's, yeah. yeah, it's basically saying, hey, I'm not the default settings um, that everyone seems to think. So you do have to come out if you're bisexual. You don't, you don't have to, but if people feel that they may have to come out because it's not just them liking the opposite sex. But I think, again, it's each their own. For me... Coming out wasn't a big thing for me. I came out to my dad and um, I've never met my half-brother and I forgot the conversations we'd had about him. And I was like, yeah, dad, I, I like women. And he went, Isla, what do you expect me to say? Your brother is gay. Like, this isn't a big deal oh, to really? me. Like, okay, yeah, like yeah, I was yeah. like, oh yeah, I was just afraid to tell you. And he was like, why? Like, yeah. we, we have, you know, your brother he, is gay. He's also... Um your mother is also gay. And so yeah. he would like, so it's I not don't, like he doesn't. But here's the thing. And I think looking back, I was like, oh, I have to come out. Like that's the yeah. thing. But, um, and I think if you want to come out and that's something you feel you have to do to accept yourself and to feel, to feel safe and to feel comfortable in your environment, go for it. I don't need to do that. Um, and that's, and I'm going to, I want to normalize that. And that's what I tell people is that you do it whatever way you want. Yeah. And if you come out as gay and then five years later you're like, actually no, I'm bi or I'm I'm pan or whatever, go for it. Like and it pan really is pansexual. doesn't pansexual, yeah. So which mean? so pansexual, um Pan is in a cross. Yeah, essentially, yeah. yeah. So bisexual, bisexual and pansexual are quite similar, but it depends because each um person will say differently. Yeah. Um pansexual people used to think it meant um it meant not just uh, men and women as in not as in including trans people but that's not correct because okay. trans men and women are just men and women yeah yeah um pansexual does mean just attracted to everyone no matter what gender identity they are so you know non-binary people blah blah, blah. but it's all a bit what of a blurred line for me uh so that's someone that 
feels i mean i i can't speak because i'm not yeah. binary but from my understanding and from people i've spoken to who are it's um feeling that they are neither they neither identify with being um, a man or a woman so it's kind of just it's just whatever that's pansexual no that's non-binary oh non-binary so pansexual is you pansexual is a sexuality non-binary is a but gender what, I still identity understand what pansexual is bisexuality so Plus. This is this is I mean like yeah Disney I guess plus. It's, so it's bisexual. Well, here's the best way to put it. From my understanding, bi means your uh, being attracted to your gender identity and one other. Right. Yeah. Essentially, because bi means two. Yeah, right. Pan means more than two. Oh. But right. for me personally. But what's the more than two? So. You know, I uh, that's the thing. This is where I have questions now because we're transsexual. That but isn't that up, just you're a man or the woman? That's whatever you being choose. transgender is you like that's just. I mean, so I if you're in a relationship a with a transgender person, does that mean you're pansexual? No, no, I don't think so. But I thought Not necessarily that was included in. Well, no. His this is the argument, and this is the point. Of people raise the point, um, which is very valid and very true, that you can't have a different sexuality just because you are dating a trans person because someone who is trans a transgender man or a transgender woman they're just a man or a woman mm. it just happens that they transition yeah so doesn't that sort of null and void the pansexual thing? no because there's this is the thing this is where i have questions but that people saying pansexual is not pansexual means more than just your gender and one other and that that means you know non-binary but then blah, transsexual blah, blah. doesn't that oh hang on yeah, yes. transgender not transgender uh, transgender doesn't that's that sort of null and voids itself because you are whatever you describe yourself as so you're not a different it's about you're not I, it's about sexual. your identity and i think it's whoever um, i think we're just at the early stages so everything's yeah, very clunky well, this at is the, the moment thing. we've come we've we're come so far with yeah. things but yeah. i think this is why i literally say you know i I have so many questions about so many things just because obviously I can only go from my experience. But I think one thing that everyone should take away is that whatever someone decides to identify as, you respect that because that's what they mm. want to identify as to feel comfortable and that's who they are. It's none of your business. Yeah, exactly. Quite it's not honestly. bothering. I'm like, it's, it's, it doesn't change. Yeah. What, it, it's not hassle for you. Like, yeah, to me it's, it's not like, changing who you are. Yeah. It does. It's... It, it's like somebody make oh sorry it's like somebody God, having a convers conversation <laughs> about um like bringing up your star sign and you go well, that's very nice yeah exactly but it's not a, i don't want to talk about your star well sign. that's for me it's I not think, my problem <laughs> i, just, I, don't I think that um it needs to start being a thing of you know your your sexuality and is not like the first for me it's not the first thing on my list i don't go hi i'm isla i'm bisexual yeah. um unless you're in that robert dyer's ad what's that have <laughs> you not seen this well, it's amazing it's it's so well mean and it's an official ad and it's really well it's one of those things that they probably thought up in an office for oh this would be great but it's just it, it's almost what we're talking about is that mm -hmm. they they say like, hi my name's bob and i'm uh, i work at robert dyer's and i'm straight this um, oh, what? whatever would be a great person for a straight person or a gay person. You're like, what? what? It's really weird. It is. It's, it's just they missed the mark completely. But it's a comedy. It's a, it, no, it's a real advert. advert but they're but, not mocking. No, no, no. I no, think no. It, but if someone told you, you would think if, if you knew nothing about it, you would assume it was a spoof. Yeah. That's I it. think it's, they were trying to show they are inclusive, uh, yeah. but completely missed the mark. Like it's completely. Everyone. It's just, it's, <laughs> it just wasn't correct. Yeah. It's just cringy. You're just yeah. like, oh. I think someone was like, yeah, this makes sense on paper. Yeah. And then 
they just it was clearly it clearly wasn't written by um no, by so. a queer yeah. person at all um and that's fine but it was it a wasn't, 60 year old straight executive <laughs> someone just thought oh yeah we want to show that we're an inclusive yeah. brand this will do it it really did not but you know it also it also answered the question that no one was asking about like yeah. oh is robert dias inclusive will they sell me a drill if i'm so offensive yeah, i really just strange. think that that is um a case of people being like kind of using in the sense yeah you know, yeah. there's, there's a balance. Is, is it like in how in Pride everyone changes their logo to the rainbow? Or, oh or... yeah, it's become a massive commercial thing. I had a conversation with someone recently about that. About um, it's again fi- everything in everything finding the balance between mm. representation and making sure um, that you let queer people know that they are welcome and that they are safe. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also not you know using people's sexuality for a bit of money and then going bye. Yeah, it, it actually, it sounds like I'm being horrible, but whenever I see that sort of out and out modern promotion now of look, look, look. You look mean like the Coca-Cola are. logo? No, I just think, where the F were you in the 60s? But this is the Don't point. Re- because if you jump on the bandwagon now, if that bandwagon changes, you're going to go back the other way. So what you're doing is saying whatever, and by the way, they're all the last people in the room to agree when the whole world has gone it's okay to be going. They go, oh, look, look, we're getting, go, yeah. We were the first. Hello. Yeah, 40 years later. But this is my point, is that people need to remember that Pride was a literal, like, it's, it still is. It's a protest. Yes, it's a festival and people go and it's a lot of fun, but companies are literally taking advantage of the party side of it and the commercialization of it. It is literally a protest <laughs> yeah. to, you know, make sure that we're, our voices are heard and our rights are still there because... Our rights are still being tri- like are still trying to be taken away from us every single day. Like just because we've made progress doesn't mean that you know the fighting stops. We all you always want to improve anyway, but also you want to make sure that that stays. I mean, being gay is is still illegal in seventy plus countries and punishable by death in um, probably about a quarter of those. It's mad, isn't it? So, you know, when people say, oh, well, why don't we just shut up about it now? Like, no one needs a Pride Month. I said, uh, actually, <laughs> it's still a protest. Well, it's a, it's a little like um, with football where footballers were taking the knee in protest. And then, you know, everyone was going, oh, why do they need to protest? Oh, it's fine. Oh, we're not a racist country. And then in the European Championship finals, um, three players missed penalties. English players mm. missed penalties. They were black. Oh, they are black, and they received the most. It was horrible. They were black. Disgusting. It was. They would have received abuse anyway, having missed the penalties. But obviously, it was something else. Yeah, Yeah. but it it was what people said. People chose to not give them hate just because of missing the penalty. It It was was specifically. But they decided to use stuff that is unrepeatable. So three their race. black guys all missed the penalties. Yeah, oh, and, but, no. but the shocking thing is, in Australia, one Australian uh, news outlet reported three black players miss. And oh, that God. was their headline. Exactly. Yeah, and and, and like, this what? is why I don't understand when people say, you know, oh, well, we don't need to do that anymore. Just because you, you, the circle that you're in yeah. may not be um, actively racist does not mean that we need to just stop altogether. Also, you, we are all essential. I had this conversation. It was very interesting to have um, whilst I was still at drama school, how there's, there's racism everywhere and everyone is racist you may not be actively racist or all white people as you know it's literally ingrained into us 
by society in terms of the way that society works and they've been brought up like we have to actively work to it's not about being not racist it's about being Mm anti-racist we have to work to get that out of us you can't just say well i'm not racist because you don't do the extreme that we know to be racism we you have to work to educate yourself to get those things understand how society works about a lot of things about being you know queer rights about um about you know Racism. Yeah, the, the problem you is the, there's always the, the the thing. The big devil still hanging about is mass media, who are actively seeking. So while you're talking about all this, everything's yeah. fair. You've actually made companies, newspapers make money from making you yes. feel the opposite. Mm. So you eventually, which have to is sort why of, we all have to work to to get out of this because we've got everything against us, especially white people is that we've been you know it's it really is ingrained centuries back into us in terms of how society even just how society works and it's framed is around a lot of racist um views and that's why you have to learn to you have to take time to understand that you can't just go well i don't you know say certain words and i'm not outwardly rude to to my friends of different race to me that doesn't mean that you're you know it means you're actively not actively racist, but it doesn't mean that that still isn't there. It's just a lot. There's so many conversations. Like I have so much to say, and also so many questions because I, you know, I can only advocate for or talk about your own experience. My own well, experiences. Listen, there's a podcast I can do last year, and they were talking about how things had changed. And they said, um, up to I think the mid '90s in Hollywood, to get this, there were still only certain actresses that would kiss a black man on the screen. It would bring like your cred down like in terms of hollywood even like some mid 90s they said there was still there was only certain people you go they wouldn't do it because it was seen as like even in hollywood this is it was still built into the system of that's what it makes wow. you look less it's, it's changed now you can notice it now but um i said to you before i've watched ad- i watched the adverts play out and i'd see them introducing color and it works everywhere they do the same thing they will never put like an they'll never start with an african man in advertising over the years, it'll always start with a, a white man, advert, like modeling, model, whatever. It, they started with like a, you'd have a white man and a slightly dark skinned black woman, but you with European features. Then eventually they'd get brave and they'd go to like a woman with maybe who's black and African features. And now they've just got to the stage where they can have a black man and a white woman, but he's light skinned. They haven't got to the stage of having two black people yet. Like they haven't got there. Well, you but think it's watching that. it play out like this, tiptoeing across. Is it okay? Is it okay for us to do this? And in American media and in British media, like for 150 years, the black man is the boogeyman. Yeah. So they're you still know, trying to get rid of the echo of that. Of that. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know if you guys have found this. I've 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 found it a lot. I'm I'm a lot more critical in terms of representation now. Um, personally, for me, in terms of women loving women um representation in film but um in in all of those kind of things it's where is it that it's genuine representation and where is it that you're just ticking boxes so i know for um a lot of um lesbian films as you'd call it um there's you know a lot of okay well who's directed this who you know in what gaze was this written because a lot of in the past a lot of um representation for women um who who are gay or queer or whatever um has been from the male gaze for the male gaze it's been very sexualized things like that so it's it's so it's like good a tra- representation it's like transformer seven and there's two women kissing you go oh, I michael think you're bay taking is this not serious no. <laughs> exactly well, this that is was my criticism point. labeled at um 
I haven't seen it. I'm only, I'm, I'm only kind of aware of it. Of, um, is it Blue is the Warmest Colour? Oh. And that was a film by a man and there were yes. a lot of accusations. I mean, that... there's a lot of films. I, I, you know, I make it my mission as well as just my enjoyment to watch <laughs> these films. <laughs> but I, I think it's it's important to, for, for me to watch these films so that I can, you know... We'll see what they're doing wrong, if anything. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But um, I think, you know, there's so a great have great examples and not so great examples but you can always tell the ones that were directed by women especially directed by queer people or queer people on the creative team i personally think when it comes to actors that you obviously if you can get um queer actors to play these queer characters brilliant because you know that's the ideal because you've got people that understand that really understand that experience and can connect to that more than anyone else can but I think if you've ever loved someone, you can play someone that loves someone. Yeah, that's always been, because that's a big... Um, uh, it's a big conversation. I think yeah. it's case to case, because if, for example, if you were doing a story where it really matters because it's about an experience that, you know, only gay people will understand. You know, each each case is different, but um, I do think that you should have queer people involved, at least. If you can't have queer actors, yeah. you have queer creative people, queer directors, you know, people that can, you need them need people to come and say come on now um basically <laughs> well <laughs> you know so we've been around the houses yeah so we've done the racism we've done the, we've sorted all that out yep. hopefully the world's a better place now that we've we fixed it <laughs> it's that. single it's just down to us three on honestly funny we enough did things it. only change because of a million little things and that's ripple just effect another, that's absolutely all it is. that's the um that's the line at the end of uh or i don't think it's the very final line but in cloud atlas yes where um he uh one of the character joins the abolitionist movement against yeah. slavery and uh, his father says to him you're who is a, a slave owner and a trader and he says you'll just be nothing but a a drop in a limitless ocean yeah. and he said and his son and the son says uh what is the ocean but a multitude of drops yeah absolutely yeah, i've always said I, I remember watching vanilla sky and I always had my little th 10 things I'd written down that every human being should have tattooed on them that I'd figured out that like important things. Little Vanilla right. sky. No. And when I heard <laughs> it, I thought, now nobody's going to believe it. I haven't said it. I've written it yeah. down anyway. So now somebody's going to say I've nicked it from there. And it was that you can fake the big stuff, but you're made up of all the little things. Like Oscar Wilde said in his letters yeah, from Reading, yeah. he said, you know, I'm here not because of the big stuff. I'm here because of all the little things I did every day that I couldn't fake. You know, he did all the bad with the sex and things. But the fake, the big stuff, the theatre, and the, oh, that was wonderful. But he's in jail in a cold jail cell because of all the tiny little mistakes he made throughout the day. And they say in the film that there's no um, bigger things in life than the tiny things you do. That, and that's because the whole film is like he, he ended up where he ended up. Yeah. yeah. Not because of the big stuff, because he just kept making tiny little bad decisions. Yeah. And that's, and that's how you judge people. I say somebody can do something very, very, very small accidentally. That tells you who they are. You can fake the stuff in front of people, but the tiny little things you can't fake. No. So the ultimate test of a person is... Is a quote. Go on. No, no, no. The ultimate test of a person is just to see how they speak to waiters. Absolutely. Or waiting yeah. staff. Or animals. How they speak well. to animals. <laughs> yeah, that would be particularly... How I they mean, treat how animals. They treat animals. Yeah, yeah, how they treat I mean, animals. I mean, I personally will speak to animals. So yeah. I think that's, that's enough, enough about me. I think that just says something. Well, I say who yeah. you are is... Uh, uh, when nobody's looking absolutely that, that's who you and that is carried into who you are when you're around because you know who you are yeah and that eventually comes out and the less original you are the more you it eats into you mm. and so you the idea is to 
because that's why most people don't get to, they get to 60 and then become who they are because they know I'm going to die I actually don't care anymore yeah. and that's when they start wearing weird clothes but and that's why there's so many issues in the film industry and things because people well in the in- entertainment industry in general is that um people lose sight of themselves and if they haven't come in with any kind of sense of self yeah you get lost along the way and then so you suddenly see people shaving their head and doing a lot of things that are questionable Nothing wrong with shaving your head. And on that <laughs> bombshell, is that our bombshell? We're, we're, uh, so that was the show. So uh, you've been on the View Leach Shapiro. Yeah. So um, uh, if you do become famous and everything's work out, just to say we do own the right, you will not be able to ask. I'll get an agent's email saying, "Can you take the show down?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because you've said a lot of things here. <laughs> no, it's fine. No. I think you know. I'm. I'm. You know. Have you done any visual interviews before? I have done, I did one on Instagram Live. I've done two on Instagram Live with the, the same person, but it's never been like the, the full setup like proper. this. This is nice. I was saying, you know, I've always wanted to be on a podcast, so you've done there it. You go, well, look at that. There we so go. There you go. So try and do well in your career. It'll help us out if you don't have the numbers. Oh, either. I will. I've got it. Don't <laughs> you worry. I've got it all planned out. Right. So there you go. So thank you very much, Charlotte. What's just uh, Hughes? Hughes. Hughes. Where's Hughes from? It's Welsh. Is it Welsh? It's Welsh. Are your parents well? Like, we have Welsh in heritage. Oh, okay. I have a lot of heritage. Where were you born? In Where place. In oh, you see, oh, okay. Well, yeah. uh, I see you going home. Right, so <laughs> thank you very much for coming in and we will end it there. We'll Karen, end there. hit the thank music. You. Cheers. Could be larger